blessings everybody this is your girl lexi lex um i know it's been a minute but um it's one of the days that you know let's go ahead and do an episode um for those of you who will be listening to the episode but also the podcast for the first time i just want to say to say thank you and welcome to eagle of encouragement podcast and just want to let you know that this podcast and episode is not for believers but for anybody in need of encouragement and just in case you kind of want with the kind of structure foundation or your division or a script that's we kind of holds this together it comes from the book of joshua chapter 1 verse 9 where it says have not i commanded you be strong and a good courage be not afraid neither be thou dismayed for lord thy god with thee whether thou goest and um just give a heads up um I always want to do radio, and someone kind of let's say gave a suggestion to do it. I'm like, no, I'm doing school, but it's kind of amazing. Um, I'm not doing school right now, but well, we can say it's called school of life. That's kind of school. But um, it's our brewing, and encouragement came forth, and eagle encouragement is still going and still soaring like an eagle. So um, I'll give you all a heads up some things. Um. I have one to do music talk episode, especially for Christmas, but I'll be honest with you, it hasn't been a release to do it yet. It's not that I don't want to, but when I was trying to get the um, list ready, there is so many themes I wanted to put in, and it wasn't kind of for me, but I know me, that list will form up, and... When it's time for them to talk, y'all will know. So, just in case you want it, there'll be a Christmas, um, a Christmas, um, music talk episode. I cannot say there's gonna be one, but I will say this. There are previous music talk episodes that I have done, and I believe done one last year, I believe done one the year before. So, you get a chance, check the music talk episodes that are only available through Spotify, okay? Spotify, Spotify. Spotify, okay? Shout out to Spotify and let me use their resources and their music to do the music talk episode because I'll be having a ball doing them, okay? So, also, um, I know uh, December, I know some are preparing to travel. Some are getting Christmas dinner ready. Some are getting ready to do Christmas shopping or try to get Christmas shopping done, whether in person or online. Um, my prayer is you walk in wisdom. Um, my prayer is that you don't, what's the term? Don't, don't overdo it. Because, um, I know everybody don't think like me. But, um, when you try to Christmas dinner and you try to travel, that's me, we all have a plan, expectancy, expect expectation that it will get done well and all smooth and all go well. And it does. But their time got to be ready for the adjustments. And sometimes some just are not comfortable. So, for those of you that will be flying, do me a favor. Do not give the airlines a hard time, especially flight attendants. Because there's been too many stories of rudeness with flights, with airlines, with, t- with the counters. People have been rude towards the count of the people at the, with the ticket counters because of what's going on the flight. Like, hey, look, there's so much stuff that 
people that work the ticket counts can do at airlines, and some of the flight attendants do at airlines, especially in flight in the flight in the air. So do those that are providing service to you, whether at the airlines with the um, airline tickets, or even in the, in the, um, in the air, be cursed to them. Treat them how you want to be treated, because you don't like how. You would like to be treated super rude and super disrespectful if they did to you and use it in their shoes. So, walk in wisdom. And not just, I'm not just saying what you believe for anybody that will be traveling. Be courteous, be respectful because you would like somebody to treat you with respect. With respect, okay? And I'm not saying for adults too. I'm saying for the kids. Teenagers, especially when they think they grow and know it all. Treat people with respect because you will want the same thing, okay? Now, um, I want to um, add some good news because there's been a lot of stuff going on, especially with the um, thing and the war with Ukraine, with Israel, with politics, and please be praying for the politics and the politicians and especially in the White House, the leaders. Pray for the leaders because right now it is needed. And there's scripture that, that Jesus does better government on his shoulders. But also the prayer says the other scripture says the prayer of the righteous belly much. So if you are a person that generally prays, please pray for the leaders, especially in the United States and in the White House. And not just for the president, not just so um there'll be, you know, another party, a, a political party become president, but have the heart to pray for leaders. Have the heart to pray for them because it's not just House Representatives, not just senators. It's not just a cabinet, but all those that's in that White House, those that does the making of things, whether it's laws, appropriation of funds towards certain things, voting, all that stuff, pray for them. Especially departments that's in the White House, especially like, like the Justice Department, military, all that stuff been going on. Pray for them. And the reason why I say that because just because we may see, especially on media, social media, we see a lot of let's say let's be let's be honest, mess, some immature stuff, some stupid stuff going on. Um, it does not mean we stop praying. We still gotta keep praying. Because one, whether people and men are not especially in politics, they need prayer too, because there's some stuff that we may not always know what's going on behind the scenes. And it's definitely a blessing when somebody's praying on their behalf. Because I believe there are people in politics that want to do the right thing and create, build, establish um, not just the kingdom, but establish the right things, righteous things in God's sight to help the people, help the nation. And not just for selfish gain, but also be able to do the right thing without compromising. Especially compromising their life as a believer. So be in prayer for them, okay? Be in prayer for them, okay? Mm-hmm. And just case you be like, oh, well, I won't pray because of this and this and this. Let's be honest with you. I don't agree with um, some of the stuff going on with any of the parties. Some agree, some I don't agree with. But guess what? All parties need prayer, okay? All of them, because guess what? They're souls. They are souls. And guess what? If God did they would need prayer, guess what? There would be no Adam, there would be no Eve, and death would not have been Jesus, the Savior, the one who died for died for us. 
for each and every person that will come forth on this earth, whether from a child to the old adult. Jesus died for all, okay? And also, in case you kind of wonder what's going on, uh, let's just say a unique location. But it's all good, though. I am covered in the blood of Jesus. Now, I wanted to bring some some notes in before I do the main meat of the episode. Um, I saw something on YouTube, and I really want to bring this up because we see a lot of stuff going on. So, um, here's what I wanted to bring up. And this had um, was posted like about a few months ago, but I want to bring it up because it says a lot. And it reflects encouragement. There was a um, football team um, in California, in, at Riverside, California, called the California School for the Deaf. Now, here's what stands out about this school. They have a football team who can't hear. But here's the funny thing about it. They won not just their first, their second championship in their division. Do you hear me? Their second division championship in football and their death. Now, let me say this. I work with special needs kids. I work with them. And I think there are times we have a certain perception about those with special needs. Can they really do what they need to do in spite of their conditions? And I will say from experience, there are students that I know hands down with dying for some stuff. And can still do school work, can still make decisions, and can really think for themselves. And so when I saw this, it's like, uh, no excuses. Actually, if I really be honest, I think more bad why I see people that may have a condition, especially if they're struggling to walk or just try to do anything despite their diagnosed limited mobility. Does say I want to find the odds and not make excuses. You gotta get kudos. So, if a football team that that cannot hear that's death, it win two football championships. What about those that are have full capabilities of our mobility, of our body, of our minds, of our ears? What's our excuse? If they can do it, we can do it too. Now. I got another thing to put up. Um, Good Pods. Shouts out to Good Pods. Thank you so much for supporting um, Equal Encouragement. Um, data has been coming in. And um, as I've, been t- I've got two stores of data. Um, the one I had got was on December 5th of this year. And um, guess what? On the top 100 Indie Christianity Monthly chart, it was number two out of 100. Do you hear me? Number two. Okay. That's, that says a lot. And then the other categories I mentioned um, in the previous episodes uh, were another category where I was number three with Indie Religion and Spirituality. Number five, Top 100 Christianity Monthly. Number eight, Top 100 Indie Christianity All-Time Chart. And, and number 10, Top 100 Christianity All-Time Chart. And, um, but here's the thing though. Um, I just got some new data a few days ago and even though it modified it's still good now because I'm honest with you, I have not done an episode for about a little over a month and to still have high numbers still be still be um in a good in a good place 
it says a lot so here's what I got from the new dad two day, a few days ago um, that um, it was number five out of hundred for the indie Christian monthly chart then for indie religion religion spirituality monthly chart it was number eight also number eight in 100 Christianity monthly chart number 10 in the indie Christianity all-time chart and number 14 in Christianity all-time chart and um, I'm not really faced by this because because I even had looked at data from the uh, from Spotify um, from um, from you know um, those that are podcasters you have a little database especially with um, if you went to Anchor and now you know like with Spotify they have a certain um, certain data put up and um, when I done my last episode, um, I think it was like maybe one or two people. Uh, it was like I think it was one or two listeners. I think today was about six, and I've done an episode in a month. So, eco encouragement is being being heard and it's being it's getting to everybody's ears. So guess what? Eco encouragement does something right, and guess what? God be the glory because it ain't about me. So, um, I also want to give you a heads up that sources of encouragement are still available for purchase. I said, yep, sources of encouragement are still available for purchase. Um, whether the shirts, whether the books, all available for purchases. Only thing is, um, I, um, if you look at it, um, episode details, um, I'll use a bookstore, uh, Words Night Bookstore. Shout out to Words Night Bookstore. Thank you for support. Um, I decided to part ways with them, but I thank God for them because they did help me. And so, um, you can still purchase the books, um, either directly from me or from the, um, place that you order your, um, ebooks, paperback books, um, Amazon, even from Target. Yes, Target. Uh, I found out, um, my most recent book that I did this year, um, is available for purchase through Target. So, uh, you want to buy some stuff from Target? Including the ebook, my book, my um, journey through poetry. Go ahead, let me know. Give the feedback on it. Um, other than that, y'all, um, you probably wonder like, what this um, episode gonna be about? Mm, I said perfect gift. Or if I had to kind of, you know, put a question mark. What to use your favorite gift? Or let's say this. Um. Let me put the question out for y'all. When it comes to Christmas gifts, is it about the quantity, the quality, or both? Another one. What you define as a gift, what you do not define as a gift. Well, I'm gonna answer the question myself first. I'm gonna say it's both because the reason being because. You know those that those that know me, those that read my book, Father Giving Their Heart. And let's say those that buy gifts. And you try to buy gifts for everyone that you that you want to, you know, what what term? Traditionally buy Christmas gifts. Or let's say not just Christmas, but gifts every just gifts. And their time, let's be able to ask our, if we have to ask ourselves, have we bought gifts that we want to buy? Because we want to, or because we have to, and not just talk about husband and wives either. Husband and wives, or I need to buy the gift because you know, you know, mom and dad said I need to buy a gift, or I have to buy a gift for my friend because you know she's my friend. I have to do, it, or he's my friend. Da da da. I'm be honest with you. 
there are times when I do gifts, I try to do it from the heart because that's that's this is like let's say for example, you know it's my birthday coming up. You really want to buy gifts because they're your they're your buddy, and it's like oh my god, and especially if they're you they use you giving them a gift every time every year. They don't have an expectation that you're gonna give them a gift. It'd be money, it could be tickets to a concert, it'd be a gift card. But ask yourself, have there at times have you did it because you have to, not because you want to? And I'm gonna be honest with you, if I ever did a gift because I had to, Father Show, I even repent. Because let's be honest, there are times where we don't want to get gifts. Or let's say we won't get gifts, we don't have the money to get a gift that we want to get someone. And one thing I learned and I'm grateful for is that when I don't have the funds to get a gift from someone, I know how to write a gift. And let me tell you something, this is what I learned throughout the years. And they're saying that with kids, most of the time they want they're not gonna remember their technology, they remember the time you spent with them. It is one thing I've learned when I did a gift in a poem or acronym or just words of encouragement. I'll tell you this, and I don't think everybody I gave gift to had told the response. But they were more encouraged by the words that I spoke to them as a gift than material things. And you may say, hey, um, I'd rather have, you know, material things as a gift or financial thing. And nothing's wrong with it. But ask yourself, when you give someone, do you have you done it from the heart? Do you do it out of quantity, quality, or both? Like, what's your moment when you do a gift or when you're assigned to give a gift? Ask that question, okay? And after you reply back to me, I'm going to do a little poll on this gift thing. Now, what do you define as a gift? I'm going to say this as from the heart. Whether the gift card was a pen, I don't care if it's on socks, as long as it's from the heart. And I'll tell you this, and this is just me, I'm not, and I'm probably not the only one who probably has done this. You can sense when somebody does something, you can sense the motive of someone's intentions with a gift. And sometimes not, not be the kind of gift the person got, but it could be just the what term the unction of like you really weren't getting this gift you had you did it because you had to not because you wanted to what term I think that's a little undeserved or say that you're good and honest not all the good it could be just discernment and unctions and to me like I said what defines a gift something that's from the heart that's what defines a gift and what did not define the gift we do it out of a have to not a want to and then put it like this if you buy me a jacket because you have to, now I don't want to, to me that's not a gift. Because we give a gift, I'd rather be from the heart. Pure intentions, pure motive from the heart, okay? So, um, I'm going to put up the poll question and I'll definitely look forward to your feedbacks. So, as we continue on the next episode, um, I say next episode, Lord help me. 
Um, I want to do some scripture backup about gifts because um, uh, Christmas time is probably the main time and if not Valentine's Day where gifts are expected to be given and received. But um, this Christmas, um, even though Christmas Day in tradition, most times people open their gifts on Christmas Day, um, one of the gifts that you never have to wait to get is the gift of Jesus, the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the reason why I say that because we think that, you know, what, it, what term? They're the same how people come to church on Easter and certain certain holidays. And sometimes they just come just because. But sometimes, a lot of times, we don't really see the gift of Jesus and the, the Holy Ghost, how it really can value us. And I'll tell you this from person, from experience, I'm still learning to value Jesus as a gift. And thank God for Jesus. Not just when I mess up, but just the fact that he loved me to die for me. That to me is enough. And not just the gift of Jesus, but the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I will say this. For me, I'm still learning to yield and trust and obey the Holy Ghost. I'm still learning. But when you're in a church and you see leaders and when you see those that's in the pulpit, whether you see it televised or not, a real preacher, a real teacher, a real prophet, evangelist, um, prayer warriors if they ask you how do you do especially we got minister and pray and deliver folks real deliverance real praying or say this real forgiving it's the Holy Ghost and I want to um, talk about the the, um, the scripture about gifts and um, and those of you who are who loves the word loves the Bible I'm going to give some scriptures to back it up okay um, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 22, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it make it rich, and add no sorrow with it. And there's another version called Amplified. It says, The blessing of the Lord brings true riches, and he adds no sorrow to it, for it comes as a blessing from God. So, you may think blessings, money, you may think husband, wife, children, or say a job, a car, road trips ask yourself what's been a blessing from the Lord that you know has made your life better and sometimes it's not just tangible things it may not be physical things it could be peace it could be joy because um, the scripture I'm not mistaken where it says um, the joy that I have or I think it's even a song the joy that I have the world didn't give and the world can't take it away and when you can have a peace, a real peace, not just when the good, but when stuff's going contrary, and when when you're waiting, you still know, have like peace and joy in the midst of it. That's a blessing from the Lord. Okay. But then there's another um, version of Proverbs chapter ten, verse twenty-two that I found um, that stood out to me. True enrichment comes from the blessing of the Lord with rest and contentment and knowing that it all comes from him and so um, I won't say this um, there are times and let's be honest most times thinking 
most times we thought if I have money, that's a blessing. If the all my world, that's a blessing. Now I will say this. There is a scripture in the book of third John, book of third John, verse two, talk about, about how you prosper. And it's not before on money, but how your soul prospers. And let's be honest, we have seen throughout the years how people have, I mean, celebrities, leaders, CEO, executives, I mean, great job, great family, and still not get satisfied. Still would go rounds to, to, let's say, in their pain. When it's a blessing from the Lord, it makes your life better, not worse. And that's me all we have seen too many people who's in the it'll say this is in the limelight and you will hear they will have like contract galore of money I'm gonna ask you if I had a hundred million dollars I know Tyler we want them to do it there I know if they take a vacation buy my new car too maybe do some donations but but would it really make me happy and they're saying money may solve a lot of things, but money will solve all things. And if you really think about it, what would drive a person that has so much money to end their life? So we think, oh, money, have all the money that we bless. Now think about this: you have a you have a mindset to keep going, keep living. Mindset to go to church, a mindset to get in the house of the Lord, a mindset to worship, praise God, spot you're going through. A mindset getting your word, a mindset to pray, a mindset to love on your on your spouse, on your parents, on your children. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. But I want to also add other scriptures to this um gift talk, okay? Um and in the book of James chapter one, verse seventeen, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and coming down from the Father of lights with, with whom is no very variableness neither shadow or of or turning and then in the passion translation version it says every gift god freely gives us is good and perfect streaming down from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is not subject to change and amplified version says every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above and then another one that says and this is amplified Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights, the creator and sustainer of the heavens, in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning, for he is perfect and never changes. And just in case you want definition and bracket up with y'all, variableness means apt or liable to vary or change. And if I'm not mistaken, even a certain teacher and a certain leader God will never give us something he know what was like God will not give us something that he knows that he gave to us at certain at the wrong time that we will exalt. Let's put a prime example for singles. Um we desire to be married. And let's say you're praying and you say you praying for a husband, you pray for a wife, you want to be married, and you think God like you heard where you get the word confirmation that like, you know God's gonna do it. You think cool, but 
the timing. Let's say God reveals who the person that he has for you. You're thinking, yes. And especially women, sometimes we like, ooh, like, yes. And then sometimes the guy like, what? And it's like, you're ready to pursue, you're ready to go, you're ready. God, like, not yet. You're like, huh? And sometimes, let's be honest, we have some temper tantrums. We have some fits. Or say hissy fits. And sometimes, God said, yeah, that's your gift. That's why I have you. That's who I have for you. But I got a friend making you. And there are times, we, one, the one could be ready, the other one's not ready. And there are times where, let's put it this way. The timing. Let's say y'all both not dating. Y'all both not dating anyone. God, like, no, not yet. I still got got to tweak some stuff out of you. I got to still do work in you. But I'll tell you this, though. Where's for the Father? I'll tell you this is worth it. And here's a good sign. Anything that's from truly from the Heavenly Father, then it will be against it. And I can say firsthand where... Well, I know hands down, just there are things and even people I've been blessed with from heaven. And yes, there was a fight, but guess what? Dubbing in the victory. I'm getting the victory. Guess what? Who God says is mine is mine. So, um, as you um get ready for the Christmas holidays, um, and you get gifts. Whether it's a fur coat or a gift card or even best of a car, think about the gifts. Think about how Jesus could be your gift. How you embrace His gift. And let me tell you about Jesus. He's a gift that you ain't gonna wait till Christmas to get. You ain't wait till New Year's as New Year's resolution to get. You get Jesus as your gift right now. And if you're not saved, if you're not, um, if, if you're in a religion, you're ready to come out, out of a certain religion or say a certain organization, embrace Jesus as your Savior, embrace the gift of Jesus, who not only died for your sins, and, and just say the sins are mistakes, thoughts, that, let's be honest, we probably never see so doing, but he, Jesus died for him anyway. Not only will he save you, with your name be in the Lamb's Book of Life. And so, uh, destination when you transition, it will not be to hell. Because, um, I like to go to a place that's cool when I transition. And plus, with Jesus, he'll not only forgive, forgive you. And cover the debts, the mistakes that you made. Because let's be honest, even for me, I made some mistakes. Mistakes I never thought I would make at all. And he paid for them. And who else, who else will take the hits, the blows, sacrifice his own life? For death, not even his, but said, I will pay your debt anyway. And was willing to do it. He didn't have to. He was willing to do it. 
And just in case you want some backup scripture reference, if I'm not mistaken, in the New Testament, and I want to say Matthew, Mark, but one is it's between Matthew, Mark, and John. It's one of them Gospels where he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And guess what? He had a will because he came into this earth in a form of man's flesh, but still had a Jesus on the side, inside of him. He had a will. And at any time, he said, hey, I'm daddy, I'm done. But he knew what he was trying to do. He decided to be the savior of this world. Save those that not only want to be saved, even though we're not going to receive him. He saved us all. And in the, there's a story about the Garden of Gethsemane where he's in the garden. And he was weeping because he knew his time was coming. He knew he's going to be he's going he's going ready to die. He's going ready to be the sacrifice for human for everyone, 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 not just adults, kids too, everyone. And he said, "Not my will, but Thou will be done." He said, "Let this if it be possible, the cup pass from me, nevertheless." Not my will, but thy will be done. And guess what? He, when he said thy will be done, guess what? He will, will, will go through the suffering. Well, not, not just for me. For you and all those who listen. And you know that have not yet to listen to this episode and this podcast. Jesus is a gift. That, let's be honest, we have times took for granted. This time I'm going to call him Jesus when going through something. Let's call him Jesus because he's good, he's great. Let's say thank you, Jesus, for being a gift that would to sacrifice his own life for us. And I'm not going to say this, and I ain't going to say this. He not only died for the sin and mistakes we're going to make physically with other people, but I think he died for the thought that we even thought that would not please in, his, in the Father's eyes. Because even though people may not always see what we think, but from what we are thinking, what we are imagining, what are our intentions or unintentional. So, embrace the gift of Jesus and not just for Christmas. Because I know we, we, um, we celebrate Jesus as a reason for Christmas, but let's celebrate him throughout the whole year, throughout every moment in our lives. Jesus is the best gift to receive. And also, the Holy Ghost. I will say this, as I mentioned earlier, I'm still learning. The Holy Ghost, um, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something, I'm still learning to lean on the Holy Ghost. I'm still learning. Until that is the time to come home, I'm still learning to rely on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, and then scripture back with the Holy Ghost. Where he's not only a comforter, the scripture, the scripture called, um, they call it spirit of truth, will lead and guide you all truth. The Holy Ghost will lead you, will tell you, and at times will correct you, chastise you, and deal with you. And not as a bully, not as a, a, was a strict person, but we let the Holy Ghost have its way. The Holy Ghost will lead you to some stuff. 
and fizzle stuff and give you ideas with some insight on things you may never ever have considered. Hold up if you will and how to forgive someone. Hold up will say, look, um, yeah, but you still gotta be the best example. Yeah, you still gotta forgive them. Yeah, um, you still gotta love them. Uh, yeah, uh, still be patient with them. Um, I'll give an example of me. <laughs> um, I had a situation where um, there was an individual I was working with one time who was, and their thoughts says were racist towards me, and also kind of favoritism because there was a certain individual involved. And you know how you get that kind of unction where you like you need to do something, and not only learn to forgive that person, but do an act of forgiveness the way you know what I don't like what you did, but guess what I'm gonna be better than that, but still forgive you. I'll tell you what I did. I didn't buy her some cookies, and I knew she had a um. A allergy issue, food allergy issue. So, and those are like you no know, food allergy can't eat certain things. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna get some cookies and got her cookie that had the certain didn't have certain algae in it. And ain't gonna lie to you, I did for a couple of times. And even though it may have shocked her, she may not expect it from me, I don't know. But it was like, you know what? I'll be the better example. I may not agree with thing you do, but I'm gonna say, you know what? That's gonna be a blessing to you. And I'll tell you this, I don't know how she's doing, but I will say this though, she'll never forget me. She never will. Cause she said, hey, you know what? She set the right example for me. And the Holy Ghost will tell you to forgive. The Holy Ghost will tell you to love someone. And the Holy Ghost even say, forgive yourself. The Holy Ghost will say, hey, look, no. Don't spend money, go this and this and this. Or give an example. I want to go service one Sunday. And I need some leggings. I'm going to sleep all the time, but I need some leggings. I felt uncomfortable wearing a dress. And I had nothing underneath. And not in a grove, and not like, how's with this? I had garments, but like, you know how, like, we wear something underneath, like a dress, and then you like had an extra covering. And I was gonna go to the store to get some leggings. And it was like, I was like, go, go to storage. Cause I had leggings in storage. Can I tell you this? If I had not got the suggestion to go to storage to get my leggings, I would have spent some more leggings I really did not need to spend money on. And I clean pair of leggings. So, the Holy Ghost, the real Holy Ghost does help. And the real Holy Ghost will tell you, hey, save some money. The real Holy Ghost will tell you, hey, no, it could wait. The real Holy Ghost will say, hey, cut back on some stuff. Um, you don't need to buy that. Cut back on some, come back spending this, come back spending that. Uh, do you really need another, do you really need another dress? Do you really need, you need a round coffee? Uh, Holy Ghost say, oh, no, you don't need that candy. Holy Ghost say, hey, um, turn that off. Turn TV off, turn social media off, get in your word, pray. The Holy Ghost will tell you to do that. The real Holy Ghost. The real Holy Ghost is not a bully. The real Holy Ghost will say you can't have fun. You really have the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost will teach you, will show you, hey, look, this is how you can have a vacation. You may never know. But before I close this episode, I want to do a poem 
that that's in line with this gift. So give me a moment. I'm going to get the phone for you, okay? Be right back. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Lexi Lax. As, as I mentioned in the previous first part episode, I'm going to bring the second part episode. Um, the poem I want to do is titled My Favorite Gift. And this is a um, poem I did some years ago. And um, this gift is talking about the Holy Ghost. And you can not only check this uh, poem out, not just on YouTube, but you also check it out in reading form through the book called My Journey Through Poetry, Bell for Purchase Now, whether it's payback or an e-book, okay? So here we go. My favorite gift. My favorite gift that I have received is something that I did not have to wait till Crips to wait till Crips. Excuse me. Let's try. Let's start again. My favorite gift that I have received is something that I did not have to wait till Christmas to get to get. This gift is something that I couldn't even afford to pay. This is something I couldn't even get at Dollar Tree. This gift is something that cost so much that it took blood, sweat, tears, and even a life for me to receive this priceless gift. This gift is a kind of gift that has everything I need more than a military Gerber. This gift is a comforter, healer, protector, sustainer, lover of my soul, deliverer, redeemer, my peace, my source, my battle axe, my banner, my provider, my mighty warrior. My my battle axe, my hiding place, my strong tower, so much more. This gift is Jesus. This gift is the mighty Holy Ghost. And um, I mentioned stuff about the Holy Ghost earlier about Jesus. But one thing I mentioned about the Holy Ghost, that he is a comforter. And if I'm not mistaken, he's in the book of, book of John chapter 14, verse 26, where he says, I'll not leave you comfortless. Um, Spirit of Truth, which is in the book of John, I believe, chapter John t- chapter 8, verse 32, which talk about the Spirit of Truth. And there's another scripture where it's mentioned, and I believe it's in, in like the New Testament, like, like more, like, it, how about this? In New Testament, it's like more towards the end of the New Testament Bible, and forget, I can't remember the exact location. But there's something said that um, how um, the Holy Ghost or your anointing will teach you all things. Um, there's also a saying how he is a paraclete, those, those Greek Hebrew lovers. Um, as also saying about how, uh, about Jesus, about embrace and receive as your Lord and Savior. Um, yeah, you do a lot of, yeah, I do a lot of tricks to be saved. You just need to say, hey, look, and you may not have exact words, but here's why I've learned what's from the heart. Went from the heart for real intimate place. Trust me, you're ready for it. It'd be, a, be as Jesus, I'm a sinner. Saving from my sins. I welcome you. I embrace you. I my Lord and Savior. And Father, I ask an angel that you give me. And I receive and embrace the Holy Ghost. Come live me. Come dwell in me. Cleanse from all sin, all iniquity, all righteousness. For I am yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Or if you're a backslider, you can say, I rededicate my life back to you. It could be some type of prayer that I mentioned. 
And if it's worth, I mentioned it'd be something that, that it'll be such a stir in you to say. Because one thing I've been taught that God is the initiator. And when God says it's time for someone to get saved, he will initiate the person to get saved. And you'll be amazed by how the saving happens and how it takes place. And um, I believe for me, um, you know, I've been church for for years. My for real saving, they had to, I was in Texas. Well, to what was, I think about maybe I was not a full year in Texas yet. And um, let's just say we get provoked and the stir is like, I couldn't even move. And I was even wearing a shirt, a long skirt was slit. Lord help me that day. And went to the birth room and I came forth saved. And I was for real saved that day. And I believe it's been about 22 years. Have I learned, have I learned a lot along the way? Yes, I have. And I'm still learning? Yes, I am. And just to remind y'all, um, just in case of script reference, I believe it's Romans, I believe it's the book of Romans chapter 10. I want to start at verse 9. We talk about um, confessing Jesus and believing that He is your Savior and you will be saved. Um, I will say this it doesn't matter how old or how young you are, when it's time, it's time to be saved. When time receives you, the Lord your Savior, it's time to receive it, your Lord and Savior. And it may not happen in a church setting, it may not happen during a concert or a conference. It can happen at home. It can happen in your sleep. When it's time, trust me, you'll know it. And I'll tell you this. Your life will never be the same. You'll go with some changes. And along the way, people may, may say, may join, may not. But let the fall, let God do the sorting of who stays and who don't need to stay. Okay. Other than that, y'all, thank y'all again. Um, it's been a journey. It's been a year. Um, um, words cannot describe this year, even this month alone. <sighs> but God be glory. God be glory. I have not been perfect. I made some mistakes, but I can't say this. He loves me still. He has kept me, even when I'm falling. Mm-mm. Other than that, y'all, this is your girl, Lexi Lex. And remember, keep on soaring an eagle in your heart, in your mind, and throughout life. And remember, somebody needs to give the God putting you. Have a great day and a Merry Christmas.